gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe. Here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. I am Supergirl. I am the Flash. My name is Oliver Queen. I had to become the Green Arrow. Dedicated to truth, justice, and peace for all mankind. Hey everybody, welcome back to DCTV Podcast, episode 116. We've been, yeah. a, we've been away for a little while. Uh, we had some things change around. One of our hosts moved across the country, and one of our hosts had sick kids two weeks in a row, and another one mm-hmm. of our hosts had some bodies they had to bury out by his murder shed, and uh, and our other host is, decided to become a belly dancer, so she's been very busy with that. But we are oh, back that now. was me. I thought that was me. That, that, was, that was you, Daryl. I was, I, was oh, okay. I was talking about Jerry when I it came to the, the bodies. Shed. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> But we're back, and we know we missed some episodes. But you know what? If you if you're unhappy, then you know send this the unused portion of your podcast back for a full refund. Yeah, take take your <laughs> refund. Yes, we. Since we're have... not doing the old episodes, I do need to give one kind of like mention. Uh, of go ahead. Yeah, the, the one of the things, the the PVC leather hug on PVC leather hug on Black Lightning. We're not covering that episode, right? When they faced off. No. Okay, that should never happen. They accentuated that noise to where it was all super creepy. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know. Like, exactly. I know what you meant. That's your daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's your dad. You don't do that. Sound room had a good time making that noise really loud. Okay, to make yeah, and it did. All right, I'm done. No, that's that's quite all right. Uh, allow Thank me you. to please introduce my cohorts and co- co-hosts and cohorts for this episode. First of all, he's the master of albino karate, Mr. Rich, <laughs> the, Rich the Chub Toad Sheldon. <laughs> howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm going to give me some of that crushed albino powder. I think it does the same thing as crushed horn, doesn't it, or something like that? I don't know. I don't know where yeah. do you where do you get that? That's what I was. I was oh, like, where no, the hell that's... did Gamby get that shit? No, no. You like go down to the store and excuse me, can I can I have some crushed, can I have some crushed albino powder? Give me give me some of that. I think he went. To <laughs> well, China he got China. it from Eve. He got it from the crematorium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. She does the voodoo. They did set that up. I know. I forgot about that. He's the leader of his own zombie church. And he will show you the way with brains, Mr. Daryl Taylor. I will show you the light. Just give me some money. <laughs> Testify, Brother Daryl. Now, is Easter your biggest holiday, High Holy Day? Because that is Zombie Jesus Day. Oh, we I rise. Just... We rise and turn up every day, Jerry. Every day. Oh, it's all that rhinoceros horn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Rising. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the one who taught who taught Lady Eve all everything she knows about doing autopsies, Miss Jerry Atkinson. And voodoo, little known fact, I got the the voodoo, the, the hoodoo, the grease grease. Like just come to me for real. I'm a little oh, excited by hearing that. I don't practice. San, I don't practice Santeria. I ain't got. Like, she's I ain't got no crystal ball. <laughs> you ain't got no crystal ball, man. No, sorry. <laughs> I've heard she's a bit of a snake charmer. Oh, I know yeah. she can charm a snake. 
Yes. Rhinoceros horn is my secret. <laughs> She's also the holder of the throat punch totem. Yes. <laughs> that is so true. I mean, yeah, I passed it down from, from my grandmother and my great-grandmother. And yeah, that's how that works. That's, that's right. But anyway, we know we missed some shows, and we're sorry about oh, that. But we're going to just jump jump right in with this week's shows, and because otherwise we'd be here for the next five hours, and that would not that would not be cool for us or you. So you sure though? That's kind of cool. Uh, that's a, we're not we're not raging bullets, dude. Okay, mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> we'll leave the really we'll leave the, leave the five hour long DC podcast to to Sean and Jim. They can um, do it. But we have six shows to talk about this week. We got The Legends of Tomorrow. We got Gotham. Uh, we got iZombie. We got Black Lightning, The Flash, and Arrow. Mm. Notice I put Arrow last. Yeah. <laughs> you should put it in the damn corner. That's what you should do. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a timeout, Arrow. You have, Bad Arrow. <laughs> you have failed this network. Think about your mm. actions. You failed this whole podcast. <laughs> you failed this network. Before. <laughs> Before, before we start recording, we were ta- Daryl's talking about the different devices he'll watch the different shows on, and I'm actually going to start watching Arrow in my own puppet show because I think I can make more compelling episodes than they're actually doing on the network. You could probably so. make ones that make more sense. Than you that. leave Arrow <laughs> alone. I, this 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 week for me. For me this week, it was a race to see who could make the least sense, Arrow or Legends. You're so right. They were like on a race to see who could make the least sense. Dude, can we have a donkey of the day for who out of all the shows? Who who gets the donkey of the day out of all the characters donkey in of all the, the DC Earth? Is it Ray? It's always Arrow. Is it Ray Palmer oh. for being a complete no, idiot and giving no, your... No, 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 no. We'll start off, I'll tell you what, let's start off with Legends, okay, since we're okay. talking about it. Because uh-huh. donkey of the day should go to Rip Hunter, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. He waltzes okay. in with with Wally. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're like, dude, you got all those agents killed, and he's like, oh, my bad. And then nobody says yeah. anything about it ever again. No, no, <laughs> no. All right. Sometimes so, bros just got to get people killed, you know. I mean, right. I'm like, what? <laughs> he said, why you got to bring up old shit? Why yeah, man. Come on. Shit? What the problem is now? You know? <laughs> yeah. What's your problem? Now go get my. You coat. know though with. With Legends, I've gotten to where I've accepted and embraced the silliness of it, so I'm kind of okay with it. Otherwise, where Arrow, I'm just not. So yeah, that's, Arrow, that's Arrow, if Arrow it takes itself a little <laughs> too seriously to have that kind of silliness, whereas Legends just totally doesn't. You're right. Yeah, and, ever yeah. since the almighty god Bebo showed up, I've just accepted Legends <laughs> oh for god. what it is, yep. and oh I've just god. enjoyed it. Sat back and just enjoyed the silliness. I think the episode where there were pirates did that for me. I loved that episode. That yeah. was a fun episode. Yeah, it was yeah. stupid, I, but it was fun. <laughs> well, they're all stupid, but I mean, some are less annoying than others, this I, said, I think. This episode was called No Country for Old Dads. And it was right. really, it was really about uh, the darks. Like it really focused yeah. on Damian Dark. Um, yeah. It, uh, it, uh, they, uh, they've kidnapped Ray because uh, he saved Nora's life. Nora is uh, yeah. Damian Dark's daughter, and he's, she's possessed by malice, the evil idiot, the evil uh, idiot. demon, uh, the evil demon. Um, and they've got Ray kidnapped, and uh, he sends the legends a message. He said, he "says you know, don't come after me." Which of course, you know, what are they going to do? They're going to go after him. Go after course. him, of course. And then, um, 
they're searching Grateful Dead concerts throughout history to find right. him because that was right. funny. Nick even yeah. steals Jerry Garcia's glasses at some point. <laughs> yeah, they're partying. They're not really looking for him. They're partying. Actually. Yeah. In fact, Damien Dark says later, you know, they're going to probably check every bit, every dead show in the sixties before they realize they don't even like jam bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have totems. Um, Damien Dark has the fire totem. And uh, they also have the spirit totem that they took from Amaya, which kind of looks like the Black Panther totem. It's got the same kind of... It really does. But they can't make that work because they're too evil. Yeah. And uh, the fire totem is broken. So, and this is another thing that didn't make sense. How is Ray, a science dude, supposed to figure out how to fix a totem? Good question. Fire totem repair. <laughs> well, to be fair, Damien Dark said they just need a really, really smart dude, so they looked to uh-huh. him. It didn't right. necessarily say scientist, so I but know, either but way, I think, know what you're saying. Yeah, wouldn't Constantine be a better choice? I mean, I would. Yep. I would think he would, would know more about it. Does Damien Dark know about? Well, well, she knows about Constantine, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I think he would too. Yeah. Plus, plus, plus any excuse to get Constantine back on the show is all right by me. I'm, so. I'm down with that, man. Um, uh, Ray says he needs a lab, so they end up at Upswipes. Um, I gotta say, um, um, the, the, it was funny. It was great to see the guy who had who had crapped on Ray before, like get you know totally just killed by Damien. Yeah, um, that that was pretty fun. That scene. And I don't know why uh, um, he would. There would be a whole lab at a social media site. I don't know. You know, I, well, I, maybe it's a think tank or something, and that's just one of the things that has come out of it. I don't know. Or maybe I've just watched Silicon Valley one too many times. I don't know. I like that idea. So you want PJ Miller to come out in his bathrobe and declare this a this a lab? It's a kimono, <laughs> Jerry. It's a kimono. <laughs> so correct. I. You know what? If you could just put down that, that microwaveable burrito, we'll, we'll hug it out, bro. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you can tell Neil McDonald's having a great time. Oh, yeah. Playing Damien Dark. And, you know, I, I at first I was like, oh, no, they're going to go the Vandal Savage route with this. We're going to get too much of the vi- same villain over and over. But I, he has so much fun with it that I don't bother. It doesn't bother me as much as Savage. Because Savage was always so serious and blah, 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 blah. Neil McDonald just seems like he's having a fun time. Like when he says, you know, well, you know, he, when he says, "Oh, left to right, I prefer up and down," and he you know smashes him up and down. He cracks dad jokes with his his daughter. You know, she goes, "I'm annoyed." Well, Hi, annoyed. I'm dad. You know, I'm like. Oh. <laughs> and then when he's having the therapy session later with the dead kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Um, Ray reports that they're going to need cold fusion to make the, the totem work. And Damien says he had had in the past long, longer hair. Uh, Damien assassinated the scientist who created, invented cold fusion back in 1962. Um, yeah, he has like a, uh, like a mod haircut and, <laughs> and a black leather jacket. It was pretty funny. Um, and we see the guy, we see him going in and killing the guy while the dude's on the toilet. Um, just like Elvis, man. That, Total dick move. Total dick move. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, Damien prepares to go, but then Nora stops him. She says it would break the rules of time if two Damien's were to see each other. Because, you know, they're all so strict with the fucking rules, with the rules of time. Right. All the time. <laughs> That's so what strict. I was thinking. I'm just like, um, how many anachronisms have they created? And actually, that's his goal is to create anachronisms so they can bring mollusks about or whatever. I don't know. What are we losing? So uh, Nora and Ray go back in time and they uh, they try to pose the CIA agents, but that kind of falls apart. And the scientists won't leave without taking a doll that once belonged to his daughter with him. Um, so after a series of diversions and shenanigans, Damien arrives in time to chase Nora and Ray and the scientists back into the bathroom and they destroy Nora's time stone in the process. And then they have to regroup and uh, run far away from the safe house. Um, Ray convinces Nora that torturing the scientist is not the answer. And although Nora's annoyed, she reveals what's really bothering her. She feels like she has some daddy issues. She's failed and her father will think less of her. You think? <laughs> Aww. So, um, younger Damien is about to shoot his own daughter. Um, they manage to drive away just in time, and they come to a stop back where they forge their papers. And, uh, Damien and Nora start arguing. And Nora can't stand that Damien decided to step in on her mission. And brings up the fact he never cared. Because a true father wouldn't force his scared little girl to become one with a demon. Yeah, and uh, the truth comes out. Isn't he like evil? <laughs> yeah, very. Isn't he supposed to be evil? Yep. And uh, <laughs> just as Damien turns on Ray because he blames Ray for corrupting her with kindness, she walks out right into the younger Damien who followed them to where they are. Uh, um, I just just want to punch Ray in the face. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like Mick. I'm like Mick. I want to just punch him in the face. I'm with you, dude. Now, here's my thing is I, I get the whole cold fusion thing and that it's not been invented and blah, blah, blah. But this is the guy who harnessed the power of a dwarf star. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He, he can't figure out something else or I, I don't know. It just it, I, sometimes it seems again, the show's ridiculous and that's part of what I've embraced and loved about it lately. But sometimes with Ray, I, I just, I don't know. Whoa. Was that? Somebody dropped their mic. Whoa. Oh, the dog grabbed the mic. The dogs are grabbing the mic. It's the dog totem. Finish. I got something to say. <laughs> it's, it's the, do- the dog yeah. totem. Would like to go on record too. <laughs> There's a fight on the roof, and uh, you know, young Damien and old Damien kind of face off. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she gets Nora gets tossed off the roof, but then flies using the uh, totem. And then just in time to defeat younger Damien, uh, Ray spots his Adam suit here depicted as a, an action figure. That's another yeah. thing. He like waves it in front of him. I'm like. Dude, that's a Star Wars action figure. I have that uh-huh. one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the scientist has been shot, and then Ray helps him up, and he gets shot again. But he, before he dies, he finds out that the cold fusion formula was in the uh, the doll. That's why he kept it the whole time. Surprise. Oh, right. Yeah, what a great, greatly written surprise there. And yeah. um, he blow, uh, Ray blows up part of the New Berlin Wall and causes a time quake, and that's where the ele- that's how the legends know where to find him. Uh, meanwhile, Zari, Sarah, and Ava uh, watch the message and are trying to tr- track Ray down. 
Uh, Mick and Nate go to every uh, Grateful Dead concert in history. Uh, Rip and Wally want to help. Um, as this is the scene, you know, where Rip is like, you know, they're all like, you know, what about those time people that dude or what died or whatever? And he's like, uh, yeah, sorry about that. And then they just go on like nothing happened. Right. Um, you know, the, this episode did get me thinking though, cause you know how all through life growing up and everything, we all think if I had a time machine, I could do this or, you know, what would you do if you had a time machine? And hmm. I've had many answers, but this, this episode just help me upon what I would definitely do. And that would be, I would love to follow the dead through time. Are you kidding me? That would be awesome. What? I, look, really? You crazy. I'm playing a lot of you crazy. <laughs> I, you right, you can like have that me. shit. You can have I'm, that shit. I'm probably get paid. Time. Hey, man, they the toured dead... for like 500 years. Why I'm do you saying, need to go through time to see that shit? I'm saying, yeah. I could buy you them. Right? No, not now, man. Jerry's dead, man. Jerry's dead. Yeah, but if I I had given myself the money, (laughs) I could buy them. First of all, I hate the I I hate the Grateful Dead. I went to a hippie high or a hippie college. Mm -hmm. I went to Kent State. Okay, there are a lot of hippies there. I hate the fucking Grateful Dead. Pardon my French. I have to bleep that. I hate the hippies. Second of all, if if I were to go back in time, I would give a young man, uh, when he was about 18 or 19, by the name of Steve Jobs, the seed money he would need for his new company called Apple. Word. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Jim know what's up. Jim know know, what's man. up. I love the dead. I love fish, too, man. Man, fish. please. Yeah. You get high and pretend you watching the Faithful Dead during Grateful Dead. You'd be all right. <laughs> Same thing. Like, as much, as much uh, herbal remedy as you've had over your lifetime, Richard, mm. doesn't it seem you've seen them through time already? I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Word. 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 <laughs> yeah, you're living in, that out there. And you're living in Washington State now, man. It is All the Grateful Dead trees. right there. It is the Grateful Dead. Don't yeah. the don't the rain clouds get you high over there? So much? <laughs> That's why they gotta drink all that coffee. They're stoned all the exactly. time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, you know what? They live on through their ice cream. Jerry is, you could have Cherry's Garcia. Right. and Hey, man, Cherry your- Garcia is the bomb, let me tell you. I love that shit. That's my favorite Ben and Jerry's right there. Okay. Lisa, you need, if you feel the need to get a time machine, you just go to the dairy section, right. get your frozen <laughs> treat. Jim, I'm tired of this hippie talk. Let's get back to this. So anyway, Amaya and Zari meditate with Wally's help. <laughs> For some reason, Wally's into meditation. Don't know why. Yeah, what is, and he's all talking all funny. Like, what the hell is What is I he know. on? What up? Well, the end of the episode before, when Rip got him, he'd been spending time at, like, a monastery, right? Let me yes. tell you something. I've been dumped by hot women before, okay? <clears throat> you don't go to a monastery for a month and start talking like that. You get over it. You shake it off. And... And put a man bun on top of your head while you're at it. Yeah, and he got a man bun on his head. Y'all have a lot of hate for Eastern philosophy here. What is going on? No, I'm I'm good with that. Learn some kung fu, man. Learn some. (laughs) So learn some flash I didn't know kung they were fu. Kung fu in the in the monastery on on every other Wednesday. You don't know that. I listen. <laughs> kung fu fighting. I love the kung fu. Amaya and Zari go to the ancestral world, and they find out that because uh, uh, Nora Dark has been using the, um, it's been tainted because Nora Dark is using the totem. It's tainted. It's been tainted and stuff. So it ain't cool. Um, they also find out the darks are causing the anachronisms because the prison that contains malice is fueled by time. Oops. Sure. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> the board reunites happily. By the way, the the uh, the morning after, like kind of a time jump of shame with, mm-hmm. Ava, with Ava and Sarah was pretty funny. 
Oh, I love I it could you know what? This whole episode could have just been on their date and I'd have been fine with that. I would have been fine yes. with that too. I didn't need Agent any Grace, of the how shit. nice to see you in the same clothes you wore yesterday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now I don't time is the invention of man. That is how we perceive the passage of the universe. Uh, how now he's how deep. is how is this fueling the prison that the demon is in that Be- makes no sense because reasons okay <laughs> you know because you listen once because you legends. said this nonsense because legends you, exactly yeah exactly you you said you enjoy this nonsense that they be talking because it's silly it's part of the silly you just gotta go with the nonsense you know what, here okay. here's your mantra are you ready here's your mantra it'll carry through us all through these podcasts it's it only makes legends sense. Yeah. That's ah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or or with well every time I watch an episode, I go, This don't make no goddamn sense. Just but go it does. It, just keep going. It does. It makes legends sense. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, yeah, all right. Yeah. And if that makes um, less sense to you, you've got it yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> you grasped right. it properly. Jerry, you are smart. Uh, Agent, I agree. Ava has a, uh, a a briefing with Agent Bennett over the 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 uh, telescreen or whatever. <laughs> and Agent, briefing. yeah, very very brief <laughs> briefing. First, Agent Bennett's like, "Oh, Rip Hunter, are you going to arrest him for killing off our agents?" And I'm I'm like, "No." <laughs> and then he gets trampled and murdered by Gorilla Grodd. Hold up! I, I guess I should. I'm, I'm asking my own answering my own question. How the hell you Facetime it and you don't hear a a a 400 pound gorilla behind you Jerry, landing on the ground. Jerry, tell him. It only makes <laughs> legends. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know, so. You can, what you I can tape do... that. We'll just, just interject every few hours. Mm-hmm. Every time we talk about this show from now on, I'm going to use that. For sure. right. I feel sorry for that character actor, though. He dies there. He died in iZombie. He's, he died in uh, NCIS. He's died in Supernatural. That poor dude, man. He's like the Sean Bean of television. I was, I was just about to say, he's TV Sean Bean. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, that's a notoriety in itself, right? Yeah. You get to be the, the guy who dies. You're no. the proverbial red shirt on every single show. He's too ser- he's, he's too serious. Like when he, Whenever there's a person too serious taking over an organization, he's going to die. That's just the way yeah. it is. I'm fine with that. You don't make it. So He's now Agent it. Graves is the leader of the Time Bureau, and she reinstates Rip as a Time Agent. That's right. And even though he got people saying, killed, "My so. girlfriend is in charge now, bitches. Now you <laughs> can't do nothing. That's right. You can't do nothing. <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> what I was hoping was she would just turn when he says, "Am I reinstated or whatever?" That she'd just nah. turn and shoot him in the face or something. Nah, I'm just, I, I wish I'm ready would. for Rip to be. But I would have loved the Sarah celebration. Like I'm dating the boss, so hold <laughs> up. I am That's dating right. the boss. Wow. Right. Wow. Nothing. Yeah, I need to report now. that relationship to HR though. Not no more, cause you're dating <laughs> the boss. <laughs> You ain't got to report shit no more. Um, they get back on the wave rider while he decides to stick around, and Nate and Ray have their bro moment. And when Nate realizes that he's into Nora, and uh, Damien actually does something nice and gets her daughter, his daughter, a hot chocolate, and says that he's proud of her, even though uh, you know, she turns around and says she's fine, and even though she has like you know demon eyes, and now she's got like black. Veins kind of on her out. face. She got better days. 
You know so. what else doesn't make sense? And I know it goes with that. If your daughter, five minutes ago, your daughter was white, you turn around, your daughter got black tendrils in her forehead. You'd think you'd ask a question like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, are you right? feeling okay? Do you need some excedrin? Yeah, you did like that five seconds ago. Right. Unless get... it makes legend sense. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> Damn it. Jerry has saved us all. Thank you, Jerry. I know. I know. Here you go, Nora. Just take two my doll and call us in the morning. I want somebody. Listen, I need an old black man to be on this show so he can walk around and go, girl, you got the devil in you. He could just say shit. <laughs> because this is some crazy Damn. shit. It just don't make no sense. Well, first she gives birth to Lucifer's son on Supernatural. Now she's got a demon yeah. inside her. Yeah. She's yeah. another. She's another actress that's getting I, typecasted here. I need some of that. I, I need someone to say, "Boy, you got a bun on your head. <laughs> what is wrong with you?" Like, ooh, that hairstyle's not working out. For I'm you. saying, I need some. I need oh, someone to say that. Is I, it, I think it's, maybe it's a it's a race between him and Mr. Terrific to have the worst hair. I think it is. <laughs> I swear, I think it is. And Wally can run faster, so I think he tried hard. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so that was Legends. What do you guys give it? I give uh, the addition of PM Dawn. Set adrift on Memories Bliss of You. That's right, because that's how he oh, sounded. Girl. That's how he yeah. sounded. I thought he was going to sing about Bliss and shit. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I, I sounds like you could use some meditation, Daryl. Yeah, I could use some as long as I can cut that bun off his goddamn head. <laughs> I will. I can sleep good with that. Um, I, I'll give. I'll give uh, legends under legends uh, grading. It's 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 an A under legends grading. It's just as bad as all the other episodes of Legends. Yeah, uh, I was thinking normal TV, it might have like a C- minus or something, but I'll give it a Legends B. There we go. Is it my turn? What about you, Jerry? Uh, it was ridiculous, and it was <laughs> funny, and the whole him trying to be a doting dad cracked me the hell up. Oh, man. I will literally give it a B. I didn't even need it to make sense. I really never need it to make sense anymore. I thought it was entertaining. I, I didn't want to stop watching it, you know? So. Yeah, it wasn't boring. No. It was fun. I also yeah, give it a B for... I give it a B for this be crazy. Um, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I think Neil Madonna really, like, saves it for me because him, seeing him, like, just like, chew it up as uh, Damien Dark... Mm-hmm. Both younger yeah. and older kind of really saved the show for me in a lot of ways. Look at that hair. Yeah, I know. His hair. His old, his like something out of OG Mission Impossible. Yes, yeah, so, or uh, Man from Uncle. Kind of look like Ilya yeah. Kuryakin. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, let's move on to The Flash. Everybody saw The Flash. All right. It's called Enter Flash Time. This was an awesome episode. I really Best like this written. episode. Best yep. written episode, I think, of the entire series so far. The um, it was fun. 
It was cool that it was one-off, too, because they'd been spending mm-hmm. so much time with DeVoe and the Trial of the Those Flash. Those are the best right. ones, though. The best ones right. are the one-offs right now. It yeah. reminds right. me of the first season. It really does. Like, every episode was something new and fun, and that's what yeah. this was. We start off with Barry trying to uh, figure out a way to DeVoe's pocket dimension. He's kind of obsessed with it, and then mm-hmm. Iris telling him to take a break, and, you know, maybe we should have some... Uh, husband and wife time because you know you were in prison for a while you know what i mean brown chicken brown. <laughs> i'll be having your cornbread berry sorry <laughs> Ooh, Lord, you hear that? Oh, you're married to Candace. if you're married to candace Patton, that would be the first thing uh, i would listen, do during I, the day <laughs> not the last i want to get up in them guts every day all day and twice he's on gonna Sunday. hit it so hard that her brother's top knot's gonna spin Ooh. Be respectful. Talk, talk about the speed force. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, That's say. right, doggy. That's right. Four does agree with you. Four does agree. Or she wants to go outside. One of those. One of those two <laughs> things. Uh, Jesse Quick also comes to visit, and she has like a moment with her dad. Her dad is still mm-hmm. not dealing well with their mom's death. Um, I love me some Jesse Quick, man. I, yeah. She's, I she's awesome. I, I, don't, I love her, man. Love her. She's awesome. I still don't like that she dumped Wally, though. But still. It's, uh, yeah, it's she's fine. awesome. It's fine. He was too fast for her. I've been waiting two weeks for that. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's not good to be the fastest man alive. You know what right. I mean? You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's not always a good thing. Um, so while they're they're having their little moment or whatever, and they're talking around the cortex, it turns out that Joe was escorting along with Argus a container. Uh, it's come under heavy fire from some terrorists, and. Uh, they, uh, Flash and, uh, and Jesse Quick and, you know, Team Flash show, show up on the scene. And Let's do it. It turns out there's a nuclear warhead in the back and they've activated it and it's going to go off. And the only, the only reason it hasn't is because Barry's in flat, what they call flash time, because he's so, right. so fast, everything moves slow. Right. So this. Give me pause, though, a question. And that is, mm. okay, so Joe. And those cops or or whatever, they're helping Argus move this nuclear device. Mm-hmm. And at no point did Joe think, maybe I should have one of the metas from Team Flash here with me, just in case. He's not legally a cop, though. I mean, you can't. They're not really supposed to be. Yeah. And besides, it's supposed, uh, supposed to be a routine transfer. They, they didn't see anything wrong with it. So. Right. No one is supposed to know that this thing existed. Like no one, no one did know, and we know what the deal is later. But yeah. so okay, the, so it makes flash sense. Okay, gotcha. No, it actually makes sense. I mean, <laughs> no one's supposed to know. No, I know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So the whole episode yeah. is is uh, them trying to solve this problem. And oh again, God, another so another thing I liked about this episode, it was one storyline, one problem that That's everyone it. was involved in. And it, it. and it was smart too because every time I thought, well, why don't they do this? Like two minutes later mm-hmm. in the show, they're like, no, we can't do that because of this. Like, right. First of all, they thought, you know, no, uh, you know, hey, I could r-. first. Barry's like, I could run it to a deserted part of Earth or throw it, and they're like, no, because the speed would accelerate the nuclear reaction because the nuclear bomb would be in flash time too. Right. Yep. Right. So as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, we'll just have Cisco breach it to Earth, whatever. You know? That's what I did. Too. I thought the same thing. So as soon as okay, he, so did he. Yep, so he brings Cisco into flash time with him, but Cisco's powers don't work because he's moving too quickly and he can't deal with the super speed, you know, because he's not a speedster. Uh, Jesse thinks about time travel, but Barry's like, nope. 
<laughs> we dealt with that a whole season. Nope. <laughs> nope. And yeah. nope. We ain't playing with time travel no more. You want that? Go to Legends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they also think about sending it, Harry suggests sending it into the Speed Force. But when they um, they recruit Jay Garrick to help them, um, he shoots that idea down immediately because they have no idea what will happen to the Speed Force if they allow that bomb to go off in there. They could all lose their speed. And, you know, all kinds of, you know, they don't, it's too risky because they have no idea what will happen. And he threw it in there. Like, if you make this decision, because, you know, Barry likes to make decisions for everybody, right? Like, yep. if you do this, you kill, like, other speeches could be in the middle of you don't know what. And it could cut off their whole access to the speed force. You'd be killing, you could you potentially be killing millions of other speeches from other multiple worlds. That's right. Not not to mention, with how much they know of the Speed Force is probably the minusculest amount of what knowledge there is of right. the Speed Force out right. there. Right. Don't go messing with it. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm so glad that he listened, because uh, other Barry from another season would have just did it anyway. Yep. I was yep. so glad they brought Jay in, too, because they're yeah. like, you know, yep. instead of Barry like, you know, I need to solve this problem by myself. Yep. About, he's like, okay, mm-hmm. I need all the help I can get. Jesse... Go get Jay, you know. Right. So next he tries. Oh, okay, go ahead. And and to see Jay's, you know, his age has taken its toll even as a speedster. And to show that, that was interesting too. So It makes him more, yeah, it definitely makes him a good foil to Barry's Mm -hmm. up and coming thing. So they try, you know, Jay thinks they should try stabilizing it with nuclear fission or by cooling it. So Barry brings Killer Frost into flash time. But her powers simply speed it up, speed up the nuclear yeah. reaction. Barry puts her back in real time. Um, I like that too. That they explain, like your body under, running around, because right. that's basically what he's doing. He is taking someone's body and he is running all over the place, with yeah. you, holding your body, making you run faster than you're yeah. supposed to. You don't have an aura built in to save to Well, to and it makes you. Diggle throw up every time. So obviously, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's I like how they. Yeah. I like how they're like. You know, it starts to run. You're using your own energy, like flash. Exactly. Flashes use a different metabolism, so they could do right. what they do. Right. You, we yep. use our own, so you're burning up your own your own energy like that. So I love how they and how even they dealt with that. And even with his metabolism, it's taking its toll on Barry. I mean. He, He's sweating a lot. Oh, man, he's sweating on this show. Yeah. But then they decide to throw lightning at the bomb, but it'll take all three of them to pull it off, but that's not possible because Jay, like you said, is older and he's not strong enough to stay in flash time that long. So, you know, it's up to to Barry, and he sees no other option but to throw it in the speed force, but but first he wants to say goodbye to Iris just in case. And we go back. Like, I like how they set it off like we lost. Remember that part where they right. were sweating start, and he told them we they lost. start the episode, there's no way I can right. save everybody this time, you know. Right. Um, so he brings Iris into flash time and tells her that. You know, he can't save the day this time. He can't, you know, he's panicking. He's running out of steam. He's running out of strength. There's no, you know, there's no way. And then Iris comes up with a solution because, you know, he calls Iris his lightning rod. And she mm-hmm. says, why don't you draw the lightning storm from the speed force toward the bomb? By stealing the orb that Team Flash put inside the Force, and that way the lightning will follow Barry. And all you little Iris haters out there. Right. <laughs> let me tell you something. All you little Iris haters out there, middle fingers to y'all. Because talking through this with his lady is how he figured this out. That's right. But now they did that, 
with that ball or whatever to fool the speed force because so there had to be a speedster there or whatever. So now is this right. leaving a vacancy? Is that going to cause more problems? I don't know. I guess we'll find didn't out. Didn't they have more than one? Is it? Didn't, you could put didn't it back after after he drew the lightning out. He could put it back. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I guess. He just was like you said. He was using himself as a lightning rod to draw the speed force lightning storm toward the bomb. Mm-hmm. So once he was done, oh, okay. once he was done with the bomb, he could just put that cube back and go. You know, or they just know. have more than one. Yeah, or they make <laughs> another one. You know. Yeah, you just throw that other one back in there, or it's still in there somehow, and it just you know. And in the epilogue, you know, Barry's in a in you know it needs to rest. He's back on his back, but he realizes. He's tired. Yeah, he's tired, <laughs> but he realizes he's fast enough to catch Devoe. He's he's a little more you know recharged, a little more confident than he is at the beginning of the episode. Um, Jay decides it's time to retire and focus on training Earth Three's next Flash. I can't. Whoever, oh, yeah. whoever she is, he says. Uh-huh. And then Harry gives Jesse uh, what she wants and opens up about her mother, not with words though. He uses <laughs> the technology that he created for Cecile, the mind, the, the mind linking technology, and they sit face to face. And it's and uh, it's, it's a good moment. It worked for me. Yeah, you know? it did. It was it a did. good good way to uh, to to deal with that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like, man, I like Jesse. I, like, again, I, I think they should have made her a regular. I don't know why they play these games, man. Like, she should be a, a part of this this show. And she should be on at least half of these episodes. I'm sorry. She should. I wish she would. Like, I would like to she's see, really good. I want to see her team flash. Like, they referred to That's it a couple times. In this episode, I mean, they referred to it a couple times. They're like, you know, I set up your support team. You know, Harry tells her and stuff, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm wondering what her support team is like, and what I'd like to have like just one episode with a, a mission on it where they go to Earth Two and help her and her yeah. support team deal with something. That would be great. I I would love. For, I don't know what like, and I guess because it's easy to keep doing the same old, same old, and keeping the same cast the way that it is. But they could do so much better. Like you could have yeah. half the season be Flash, you know, like Barry and team, and then you can have. The other half of the season be Jesse's team. I don't think they'll and go that. I don't, I don't think they'll go that, I know they that would, far. But but or they could spin off it, another show and have you know fear the. But I'm flash. saying if they had fear the done flash. Fear the running flash. But I would love if they do it. I know it's talking crazy. I know it's crazy talk and all that. But some of these shows are getting stale, man. I just, they got to shake some shit up. I'd be fine with one episode like that. You know what I mean? Where like she calls in, maybe she would call in Jay and Barry to help them help her. But just like, so like, much you could do. You, like you don't use them. like you don't use Caitlyn much, right? Have her, you know, like there's stuff you could use. Like you don't utilize Caitlyn that much. Yeah, they've been using her more this season though. Yeah, they have, but I'm saying, and, uh, like, I'm glad. Had, I really like that character. Yeah, I like so it. much you could build. Like you have a good like that. Her is Jesse. That is a good. She's really good. She has something. I think she could be. Um, she has that charisma. I'm telling you, that actress has that charisma oh, yeah. that she can carry a show. And I, I like it. It's it's sad she only gets like you know half a episode here or partly here or whatever, and you can't really do much with it. I mean, maybe when they get the app thing together and they do the streaming app, they have room to do more because they have a whole network available to them and they could do more with it because there's no reason why you can't do like a mini series or a mini or a mini movie or something 
you or know, just like do with occasional Brave and the Bolds, you know, Brave and the Bolds, Flash and Frosty, and, you know, something like that. You know, like they used to do. They used to do like two little two hour movies here and there once a year or something. Right, like, when they have yeah. like the Arrow, they just have Arrow and yeah. Flash crossover. Yeah. yeah. Um, and oh, I forgot to mention the stinger of the episode Harry and Caitlin are at the jitters and they run into that mysterious young lady again. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as she's kind of acts all clumsy and nervous when they're around, and then that goes away as soon as they leave. So she seems to be happy that they those two people were meeting. Yeah. She seems to be ecstatic about everything she sees. So I know, but I wonder if there's something that starts because of those two characters of what they discussed. Maybe I think like she's just like out nerding like, out on on scenes. No, but history. it seems like she was the she time was but she was talking about like um, you know like meeting someone or whatever there or whatever. Like if she was saying something like she was alluding to that there is something important, but it starts here. Hmm. I think I'm with like Jerry. I don't know. I think mean, she's so definitely. Maybe. I think she's definitely a time traveler, a time tourist. Or oh, sort. I think she totally is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what I. That's what I mean. I think because she's a time traveler, she knows that there's something important that oh, starts yeah. from that yeah. day, that meeting right there, to whatever's right. going to come later. That's what I. For that's what I was getting. She wants actually key times to meet yeah. characters at certain moments or mm-hmm. things that like 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 turning points, and you right. don't know what they are, but. It's obviously it's obvious she does, and she's yeah. talking about. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, yep. I totally do. So I give this episode an A. I loved it. I thought it was great. A plus. It's, it's the best episode. Yep. A plus. A for plus. Me. A plus plus. It was. I Love loved it. every minute I, of it. I want. I want Arrow writers to re, to watch this episode. I do. It's exactly. I yes. really do. It was good. Really there was good. so much to do. He learned from past mistakes. They were able to bring in other continuity that it makes sense. Characters were acting like themselves. It, it was it was perfect. It Could was have really used was. a little rough dip me though, but still loved it. Hey hey hey! Don't get stingy. Don't get greedy. See, I, before they came up with the lightning, before you know Iris came up with that, I thought, well, what if they go get Ralph and he just wraps himself around it? No, he couldn't contain a nuclear explosion. No, no, it would rip him apart. Even if it doesn't, the radiation would still hit just like anything else. Yeah, he's not ra- he's not like anti radioactive and stuff. Oh no, I was just trying to think of a way they could bring Ralph in. I really like that character. So. I do, yeah, I do too. So what did you give it, Jerry? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A plus. It was joyful. It was like little awe moments, and I actually liked Wally's top knot and stuff. I mean, it was. Oh wait, that was Legend. <laughs> 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 Let's see. I know Daryl didn't see Black Lightning, and Chubb didn't see Gotham, and Jerry didn't see iZombie. But we all I saw. Wonder why? Yeah, I wonder why, Jerry. But uh, we all <laughs> saw. We all saw Arrow. So let's get this out of the way. Okay, let's, okay, let's do with. it. I'm gonna really short recap here. Okay, you ready? Be strong. Yeah. Uh, Earth Two Laurel is posing as regular Laurel, saying that she was uh, abducted and locked away for a long time. Uh, of course, Oliver, Thea, and Quentin are too happy with Laurel's charade, but she said, you know, go out, you better go along with this, or I'm going to out, you know, Oliver as the Green Arrow. And Green Arrow, and, and he's also in court being sued as, or um, being uh, um, prosecuted 
for being the Green Arrow. Ain't this the longest prosecution I've ever seen? Yes. They need the courts from The Flash. Because well, the Flash... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently this city doesn't exist within America because, A, what Jim just said, this is the longest court... I mean, come on, due process, hello. But the other thing, too, is they keep talking about we're going to run out of money. We don't have the money. Okay, there are federal emergency funds where a disaster can be declared, which this would qualify, that they could get some federal I didn't even, assistance. I didn't even... My brain didn't even have to go that far to realize that. Too yeah, I'm, I'm like the the plot holes are so big that you don't even have to like think but, about but another hey, way out of it. This is nothing yeah. new for this show, though. I mean, no, remember, remember not, when Laurel was not. the DA and she was like knocking, yeah. busting down doors and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I guess though, it makes Arrow sense. Even Arrow sense no, don't it, make Arrow sense. Yeah, no. I was about to say it. It doesn't even make Legend sense. It. No. <laughs> no. We we found the the. What is that? The exception that proves the rule? Not everything yeah. can even be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I can't. At this one, I tap out on this one. No. It turns no. out Roy Harper is back, and who knows why? But uh, supposedly he's supposed to testify against Oliver. It turns out he's been abducted by Diaz, who's like the mastermind now or whatever. And even uh, though he never agreed to testify, right? Right. And they're they're trying to beat beat stuff out of him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even sure what they're trying to beat out of him. It just I don't know either. I, I wasn't even understanding that because they they're trying to beat him into cooperation was my understanding. But well, it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. Yeah. To sign off to testify against someone, you have to have a lawyer present on both sides. And and if right. Diaz, Diaz already knows that Oliver is the Green Arrow. Yeah. Why the hell yeah. would he need Roy? You know what I mean? He's already got exactly. the leverage he needs, which he uses at the end of the episode to get away. So you know what, what I mean? Point? Him and Speedy go and save Roy, and they they rescue him, right? And he tells Speedy to get out of here, and Diaz is just like, dude, they're going to arrest you before and me, so you're going to stick around or what? And instead of Arrow killing him like he has done to a lot of villains over the years, yeah, yeah. he leaves and leaves Diaz yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, again. and all of a sudden he's a super kingpin now. When mm-hmm. did this dude all of a sudden become super smart kingpin? Right, he's like over Anatoly, who is like you know he's ordering Anatoly around. who's like Bratva and shit. Well, not no more. I know, but still, yeah. even with that, it's like all of a sudden not no more. He's not Bratva no more. Like what? Right. So he he yeah. like he gets you know like I said he lets Diaz go at the end instead of you know shooting him with an arrow or whatever. Right. And nothing changes. Nothing at all. Except Roy is back and he's back in Thea's pants. Oh, besides the, I'm going to kill you, Laurel. I'm going to kill you, Laurel. I'm going to, all right, I want to kill you right now because the police are coming. I can change her. I can change her. Please. I am let me so change tired yes. of I can Dinah. do this. Yep. I can oh. do this. And, and, Wait, and, and, I... and I'm sick of all of them. I'm sick of every last one of them. I'm sick of, I'm sick of the daddy. I'm sick of the, I'm, all of them are ridiculous. Uh, I can change I'm sick I can of, of Team Arrow Wanabi. I swear I hate freaking. She's still freaking working for them. How many times we got to go through a thing of her pretending to be work nice? Mm-hmm. The father's like, see, I got her. She can change. She can change. And then she's already. She's still working with the bad guys. Right. How many times are you going to do the same plot I in the same know. season? I don't know. That's the way the episode ends, though. Right. It's what? like, what is the purpose of this? And Mr. Terrific, you're an idiot. 
Like, all of them are idiots. Like, you are mad at Team Arrow, but you left people to die. Yep. Well, to save yeah, a cop killer. I know we didn't cover last week's episode, but, I mean, that's... This whole thing with Team B or whatever the hell they're calling themselves, I, I am just... I'm tired of it. And I'm also... I don't understand Curtis. He just... He does not... I'm not buying that actor selling that he is mad at no. Team Arrow. No. I'm just he, not buying it. He has no he has no moral ground to stand on. Like Curtis is someone who doesn't like to kill, but you left people to die. I mean Hoss, guy that you don't I get know. Hoss is an idiot and, and But even with tired. that, you don't and then know Dinah, he, you don't know oh. that dude that you left to to die. Like it would have been such a, I don't know what is the point of breaking them up. It would have been such an easy thing to just say, uh, Dinah, you go and save your boyfriend. The rest of us will go help with uh, Team Arrow because this thing is going to come and happen. Multiple people are going to be uh, killed. Let's go do this thing. Right? And I'll say, How hard is that? And, and You know what? Juliana Harkavy is a good actress. I've seen her in other things. She plays Dinah. Yes. She yes. Could, she's a good actress. She's better than this material. It's not her fault. And I watch it, and I'm just like, oh my god, you know what is going on here? So that's the end of my recap. I'm not going to do any more because yeah. I, I don't want my blood pressure to go up. <laughs> oh my god! And I, bit, and I hit all the main notes that really happened. To be you honest, you did. You totally did. I hit everything that matters. So you totally did. I, I give it a D minus for dumb as shit. So. Yes, <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm on that. I give I, it. I don't a, yeah, I'll say I, I give it a, a T as in Charles Barkley terrible. It's just terrible. Terrible. Oh my god. It's just, mm, mm, mm. I don't think there's a letter low enough on the scale. So I'll just say I came, I saw, I shook my head a lot. That's that's what I <laughs> You give it an yep. S- SMH. <laughs> yes, SMH is my letter grade. <laughs> that's, that's all I, I, I and not head. JK. Not JK. SMH. I, I mean, I, I have just gotten angry. I'm angry yes. because because this show launched all of this. It was so good, and it gave us so much. And, you know, season four was not great. They came back. Season five wasn't strong, but it was stronger. And then they just shit the bed with this season, and I, I, I'm just angry. Every other CW... Oh, go ahead, Jerry. I'm sorry. No, I... Like they jumped the shark. They came back, ran over the shark a couple times with the boats. <laughs> they dragged the shark to shore. You know, like <laughs> Well, we haven't seen King Shark in a while, so you might be right. They, they, the shark's been through enough, Rich. <laughs> the shark to have a proper burial. They, I can't. They jumped the shark, <laughs> they went back, jumped over the shark again, and then they had the shark for right. barbecue. <laughs> Yes, it was that. Shark steaks for everyone. Yes, everyone gets shark steaks. Um, and you know what? It's just like every other CW show this this um, that we're covering today was better. Even Legends was better than this. Yeah. And Legends is you know breaks the goofy meter every episode, you know, but it was yep. still better written and, and more interesting than this. Yeah, which yep. is kind of kind of sad. And I mean, it is. It's like, it's, it's like the you, Twilight of the CW. CW world, like, still a better love story than than Arrow at this point. Yeah, I guess right? so. But you look yeah. at, I mean, you look, I mean, we'll talk. Let's talk about Black Lightning next, because you look at okay. Black Lightning. Here's a story about a vigilante working outside the law, and it's so well written. Like, it's so good this yep. week. I mean, the way it worked out, and like all the, I mean, 
it was great. I mean, it, it, I, it, it's just so well done compared to Arrow. And I'm watching Arrow, and I'm just like, can they just like you know borrow their writers for a week or something or or whatever you know? Now, writers exchange before, program. Before you get started on Black Lightning, though, do Daryl, do you want to go away for a bit? Because there is a major spoiler thing that happened this week. No, I don't mind spoilers. Like okay, that. I'm just going to watch it anyway. It doesn't matter. We can talk about it. Okay. The episode starts off with two. The the previous episode, um, Anissa and her dad finally become face to face in superhero costumes, which was a big deal. But he thinks Anissa's a bad guy and beats the crap and out of her. Beats the snot <laughs> out of her. Oh wow! But he she realizes that her dad, who has been like this, you know, MLK quoting no nonsense dude, is actually Black Lightning, and it's a huge moment. And we get some of the aftermath from this. Uh, Lynn, you know, tries to call Anissa down uh, from finding out that her dad's Black Lightning and then tries to warn her from taking the same path. Um, but Anissa's too hyped, too excited, you know, and wants to help. Um, meanwhile, Gamby is warning Jess Jefferson not to attack Tobias with lethal, lethal force. And Jefferson is telling Gamby he doesn't trust him anymore. And, you know, Jefferson's really passionate about trusting Tobias, about punishing Tobias. And he's very distrustful of Gamby now because, you know, he's, he keeps telling me that, you know, because you know, he, he knew that Tobias was alive and didn't tell him. So yeah. it, is, is Jefferson in any way aware of, like, this underground society that Gamby's a no. part of? No. No. So, okay. He doesn't, I, he doesn't even know that there is a society. He shadow. thinks it's just... Tobias calls him. Dude, the, Tobias. Tobias calls him the Shadow Society. He knows about them. He mentions it in the one episode uh, when his girl is there telling him what to do about uh, Lady Eve. Remember uh, that comes oh, later. Oh. Though okay. um, we get we get to watch Tobias in a cage fight with a really big other dude, and then the um, he fights him, and then the guy gets back up and he goes, "Finally, a brother with some heart." <laughs> <laughs> and then beats him to death. <laughs> there you go. We had a living single uh, uh, reunion with with two yes. characters too. His pops is yeah. is uh, scooters. Uh, your scooter used to be on a show called Living Single, and there's yes, another guy. Did. I remember Living Single. Uh, yeah. So the Wait, the okay. guy that plays his pops, the bias is pops. You don't remember? I, yeah, you don't remember? I told you the first episode of Black Lightning. I said maybe it was the best thing for Scooter that Khadijah dumped him so we could have him on Black Lightning. Yeah, Just I remember that. Yeah. Get yeah. that. Just get that. Okay. That's so okay. cool. Um, he finds a packet of green light in the dude's pocket who is fighting, and uh, Tobias realizes it's no good if it kills the customers because addicts can't keep buying if they're dead. Oh. <laughs> uh, and Tobias sees this as a basic problem with Lady Eve, and. Uh, it starts the friction between them. Um, Gabby comes to Lady Eve and tells her that Tobias is getting out of control. He's opening up a new jazz club, making him too big of a name for himself. But Tobias is a moneymaker for Eve, and she doesn't want to get rid of him, but she doesn't want to send a message. So she orders Gabby to take out Toledo and hopes that Tobias gets a message. That was messed up, man. Gamby, Gamby cleaned house. <laughs> yeah, and that's she gave Gamby the crushed albino bone. Right, to there. leave on Toledo's dead yeah. body. Yeah, 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 yep. to let him know who it was, yeah. Um, when Jefferson learns that Anissa took some of his father's research to Lynn's lab before the break-in, he realizes that must be the cause. He tells uh, her to warn the newspaper editor who gave it to her about the possible danger he's in. 
but he's already dead. So, too late. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. A lot of death this episode. Yeah. Um, so, Gamby uh, puts the black, the, um, puts on a black duster, like I said, and cleans house at Toledo's and leaves the, uh, they're playing Run the Jewels in the background. That was great. Word. Yeah. That was so cool. Oh, and man. he puts, he puts, has been detected. he puts a little, a golden box of albino ashes on Toledo's body. It's a calling card. And then, uh, Toledo, but Toledo is Black Lightning's only lead to Tobias. And that's probably another reason Gamby killed him to keep, you know, Black Lightning away from Tobias. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But, uh, Henderson, the cop, who's kind of becoming like the Gordon to Black Lightning in this episode. <laughs> they even meet on a they even meet on a rooftop together. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He tells him, you know, that there must the the club has to belong to Tobias. Uh right. so Jefferson storms the club and he blasts Tobias in the chest full frontal lightning. He takes out most of Tobias's cha- uh, henchmen, but Tobias gets away and he accidentally kill deflects bullets into Tobias's sister. Mm. Yeah. And as she's dying, Lady Eve is getting attacked at her funeral parlor. But they're using weapons based on Black Lightning's powers yep. and fry her face off. Woo! Roasted. I was surprised they killed Eve off. I really was. I was too. She didn't kill her. She's, she's a voodoo high priestess. She can manifest herself. Yeah, they did, set, well, they did set up the... There, there was that tag at the end of the episode that I don't quite understand, but I'm guessing is her living on. But Well, I mean, we did get that last twist at the end. But the way they... I just want to say, the way they did that scene with him trying to save Tobias's sister, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time being framed for Lady Eve's murder. They cut those scenes apart, you know, like, together. And right. it was awesome. That was a great yeah. sequence. I mean, I, I wish the guys doing Arrow yeah. would watch this to see like how you could right. be, you could write smart and be artistic in the way you do shit and have it come out really well. And this did come out really well. Um, there's one more twist at the end: the return of Lala. Um, he bursts back to life in a hotel room. He even has a vision of Lawanda asking him if he believes in the resurrection, and then dissolves into a tattoo on his chest. So, you yeah. know, maybe Jerry's right. Maybe Lady Eve will come back. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... I, well, okay, so the who? what was the tattoo of then? Because I thought that was Lady Eve. No. That, no, that, that was tattoo was. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Maybe he's going to become the tattooed man. You never uh, know. That'd be cool. I don't know. Maybe not. But anyway, that's Black Lightning. Uh, we get a, oh we also get a nice heart to heart with Jefferson and his daughter, and he says about you know how he made he has made a ton of mistakes in his life, and he wants to be there to help her not make the same mistakes, and they kind of agreed to help each other out. Mm-hmm. He said yep. he'll have her back, in whatever she wants to do. So, wow, they already got to this point in just what a couple episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you didn't have to go forever. It didn't take forever <laughs> to get to this, this point. Is episode, right? This is episode seven. So yeah, you hear us, oh, Arrow? And... You hear us? 
and little sister starting to get wise that there's something up with big sister and dad. Plus, they've had uh, like the, mainly the same villain the whole time, and it hasn't gotten stale or boring because they've had a no. lot of good side stories True. going along with them. They have uh, they have he has a support team like Arrow, but because it's Gamby, we don't know whether he's you know what side he's really working on. He's kind of right. like working to his own end on both sides. You know, you've you got a big bad and then a bigger bad with Lady Eve behind him. It's just so much mm-hmm. more well thought out, you know what I mean? And and we got family and friends. Like, that is something yep. that we don't see a lot of times. And, like, Flash doesn't really have that. And good and good, and good fight choreography, too. Yeah. yeah. It makes, uh, when I watch Black Lightning and then I watch Arrow, it just makes the Arrow fight choreography look weak. Because they're bored. Although I will bored. say... And this isn't saying much. This week's Arrow choreog- fight choreography was much better than it has been. But that's not saying much. It was still not great. But it wasn't as unbelievably ridiculous as it's been in the past season. Plus, stuff happens in this show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff happens, and it has a lasting impact to the next episode and stuff. Like, like Lynn kind of turns the corner in this episode about, about Jefferson and Anissa. You know what I mean about about her, and she tends to, and she puts invest her trust in Gamby this episode to kind of mm-hmm. keep an eye on Jefferson. You know what I mean? There's real, real character development here, you know, and it's just it pains me to watch this and then watch Arrow, and I'm just like, oh, there's so many missed opportunities here, you know? Yeah, it I can get, be done. I, I give this an A, man. This was a uh, straight A all the way. I really like this. A Absolutely, lot. I agree. A A A A. It's a strong episode. I keep to, I hate to keep agreeing with you guys and encouraging you in your little opinions, but a hey. <laughs> uh, we're, we're all hey. What does that mean? That, that was the female splaining. I was going to say we've been late. We've been lady splained. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Call you lady discord right now. Yes, there you go. Okay, Daryl, you give an A as well. I well, I didn't see it, so I. I oh, can't right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Any great? Forgot, I forgot. Okay, let's move on to Gotham. Um, the new, uh, in the last episode, the new Poison Ivy popped out of a giant pod. She sure did. And is reborn, and with with a new actress. <laughs> she sure is. And a new and a new attitude. Um, wow. Big time. We start off with her and Selena breaking into a posh home. And uh, Poison Ivy has that classic, like, perfume that makes people, like, hallucinate and trip out and love her and stuff. She goes into this guy's house, and Selena thinks they're going there to rob it and get all the jewelry and stuff. But it turns out she's there to exact vengeance on the plants that supposedly this dude has been killing. Um, she even says he's been torturing plants. How do you torture a plant? I'm not really sure. Um, oh, you don't smatter water it. You don't give it proper sunlight. Yeah. Yes, you, don't you water it. it back too much. I yell at it. Leaves on it. I yell at it. I'd be uh, like, "You want a piece of me, Green? You want a piece <laughs> of me?" I'll smack it a couple of times. I'd be like, you "Yeah." Put, you know, you put the plant in the corner, and don't nobody put plants in a corner. Yeah, you Gen- don't want this. <laughs> Dendrophiliacs don't, don't give it. the tree the love they need. You know, just right. You think because you got roots, you all that? You think that? Huh? I'll show you. I'll show you. But not only does Ivy have so the most... you it. Yeah. I drink water in front of it. Don't water it. Don't water in front of it. Like, yeah, mother F, I got water. You ain't got no water. God. Step up. Oh, my God. Oh, if Get you... this. 
What do you call it you when thirsty, you're racist son? You a foliagist or what? I know you. I know you thirsty, son. That's fear of a green planet. That's what that That's is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. But Ivy's new power is the first one is that she can uh, get people to do what she wants with her, you know, natural. Well, that's just being fine. I mean, <laughs> well, no, I mean, they, all that. I mean, ladies, men, dogs, whatever, they all do what yeah, she says. You're fine. You're going to get it. Haven't you seen what Jerry can do with that belly dancing? I mean, come on. It's just the feminine way. But the other Have thing you? she can do is she has this toxin uh-huh. in her fingernails <laughs> that cause you to trip balls and then grow, grow plants out of your mouth. And that scene in the beginning with that dude. That was disgusting. That was chilling, man. That was like, whoa. Uh-huh. He had like plants growing out of his mouth and he, he was like drooling and smiling the whole It was crazy. Um, and she made his wife watch. Yep, and she just wife and the kids are just stand, sitting there watching, like smiling, like, "Hey, everybody!" Um, so um, Selena's like, "I'm not down with that. I'm out." And uh, Ivy finds out about this thing called Project M, which, of course, is something being done by Wayne Enterprises. So uh, she goes to the GCPD to find Lucius Fox, who knows the location of the project. She hypnotizes the entire GCPD, except Jim Gordon, of course. And then um, when Jim and Selena go after Ivy, the police department has her back. Not cool. Uh, Lucius comes through and leads Jim to the site, but Ivy planned for that, and she trained the antidote to her powers for freedom. So, of course, Jim goes to save Bruce Wayne, who... Because, you know, he's a boy billionaire and, uh, you know, owner of Wayne Enterprises. She went to mm-hmm. his house, cuts him with that toxin, and Bruce has a trip. A trip. Like, she only cuts him with one nail or whatever. So, uh, he has this uh, hallucination. Starts with Ra's al Ghul ripping his face off. Then there's a big, like, Gatsby-type party with all the ver- these versions of the show's characters, including Gordon with a mustache. Um... The pen, like a pencil-thin mustache is pretty hilarious. But um, the important part is that Bruce follows a masked man all in black. Mm-hmm. And this man in costume bears a strong resemblance to a bat. And, yeah. And Bruce identifies this man as himself. And this man... He's symbolic as a motherfucker. Yeah, no, no doubt. He jumps. Mm-hmm. The guy, wow. like the whole thing of the face, he, he has no face and he's walking around a party and he sees like him acting all fake and you know i'm rich i'm rich you know thing and everybody's walking around him it's you know that's all like that ain't really you that's 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 not you that's not you and then when he follows the 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 batman looking thing he looks up and he's like you can you can't run from this Yep. like you can't run you can't hide this is it's dangerous but you can't run and you can't hide from this and the whole effect of jumping on he jumps into him it looked like he jumps into bruce and turns into bats. Yes, actual bats in a cave. That was that was so good. And then, yeah. he, and then he wakes up. And then after he wakes up, he calls Alfred. Yeah. And says he needs help. And so then, this is his stop being a pain in the ass, uh, you know, whiny kid. It's time to come out of that now. Let's just do this. Then we get to the next, the really fun part. The Joker. Yeah. And or I'm sorry, Jerome. <laughs> right. And Oswald. And Oswald makes it his mission, or Jerome makes it his mission to bring out the penguin and Oswald after six weeks yeah. of Oswald just moping around. Yeah, I want you to laugh. So, on Jerome's orders, Oswald is humiliated and beaten, but that doesn't break him. 
And what finally gets to Oswald is a visit from his old friend, Ed, whose alter ego gives Oswald the first clue to his escape. Yup. And then uh, after the reemergence of the Penguin, Oswald confronts Jerome in a very comical fight scene that starts with mime. <laughs> <laughs> and then once he mimes a, a door or a box around him, he invites Jerome in and then beats the crap out of Jerome. <laughs> Oops. To which Jerome uh, squeals and, and laughs in delight. And he's like, there, there's, there's the, the penguin I wanted. There's my old pal. And then the penguin realizes that, hey, Jerome runs Arkham. Like, all the guards, all the inmates, everybody does everything he says. And uh, Jerome is like, well, I have this plan to get the cream of the crazy. And that's why I wanted you around. And to which Oswald is like, I don't think so. But he says he seems like he's going to play along with Jerome for now. Oh, you know it, you know it. And he leaves a um a, a letter in the outgoing mail for Ed. So. Oh, and the other thing too with George's late with uh, Jim's ladies. Oh right, right. The um, uh, Sophia Falcone. Uh, says that, you know, that's okay, I don't need this leverage over here, I have something else now. And, and the episode ends with her and Lee having Brandy. <laughs> it is, there is nothing as scary to a man as seeing two women that he has had relations with I in know. the same room talking. <laughs> nothing is scary. How many times has that, that happened happen to you, Daryl? I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. It's too late. Like, I've already posed the question. The entire I, reader, our listenership, wants to know now. I mean, um, to treat? To counseling, you can come out of it, but it's, it's a very <laughs> painful experience. Just put it that Just way. one time at a Gotham ball, you were there. And poison ivy. There's an old joke I remember. I, I forget the comedian who said it. It was like, all your sexual partners should be able to fit on a bus. But you wouldn't want to be. But nobody would want to be on that bus. No, <laughs> no, because you would not want them all to be, to be there if you there. I've all been together. to a funeral once where the ex-wife and current girlfriend were both at that funeral together, oh. and even with that person dead, I could feel the uncomfortableness coming from the body. Hmm. That's how that's that's how scary it was, and they still gave each other the look. Oh. Yeah. That oh, that's no good. <laughs> that's no good. It's never any good. It's never. It's at his funeral. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to do it. No, not not a good look. So I give this episode of Gotham. Um, gee, I'd have to give it an A too. I'm sorry, yeah. but it was really yeah. good. I mean, I love the Jerome and Penguin stuff. Uh, the new good. Ivy is working for me after them not yeah. really knowing what to do with that character. I think the new Ivy is like right where she should be. Even the trip, even the trip stuff with Bruce was cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with it. Gets an A from me too. I'm with it, Jerry. You saw this. I one? want to give it a B now, just so I don't have to just... keep agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an A. It was written well. That Jerome kid, man. Can he yeah, just be in every show ever? I don't. I can't imagine what show wouldn't benefit from his acting. He's great. He's, he's good. So he's skilled. good. And it's not just his intensity. He's goofy enough. I mean, he yeah. makes the glee is real. Like and, he plays psycho like no psycho I know. Too well. 
And the, does it too well. If they redo Psycho, I need that kid to dye his hair black and make him less oh, ginger. Oh man, you could do it. Maybe we'll have a ginger Psycho. They eat souls already, right? Yeah, they do. And something I noticed since he he came back, it's a different take than what he did before. Yes. Yep. Yes. Like it's, it's a different Martin. it's a different version yes. of this character than mm-hmm. he did before he came back. It's more because he's he's evolving and he's growing right. and he's aging. I he's think perfect. I feel like the er, the earlier Jerome was like more Mark Hamilly Joker, like more mm-hmm. c- yep. comic tragic, and then this is almost more like Heath Ledger Joker. Like I would even go Jack Nicholson Joker. He's yeah, intense. Yeah, I could see that. Yes, he's he's you know, intense. He needs to be. He's intense. But when he I, he's supposed to skirt the edge, he's here's here's Jack and in, in The Shining. I know, can I see him see. being the Joker straight up, like just yes. changing every time. I can see him just yeah. switching up eventually. Totally. You know? Psycho. They should put him in some horror remakes since they insist on remaking everything. Right. They should remake <clears throat> remake Silence of the Lambs with him. He looked like he could eat him some baba You beans. shut your mouth. They do not need to remake Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. That is a perfect, perfect film. They don't need to remake anything. I'm not going to see Death Wish because I don't want to see Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis that up. That's a Charlie. I have That's heard terrible things Sorry. about that film. I have passionate feelings about remakes as well, but since they insist on remaking everything, at least I could probably watch it with him in it. There's occasionally decent ones. Like, I really enjoyed the remake of It, you know, and there, there's some good ones, but for right, the we're, we're, we're getting totally off good. the subject. We're getting totally off the. Uh... You're right. All right, wrap it up. <laughs> okay, uh, Jerry, thanks for joining us because we're going to go to iZombie Land. Yes. That, is, that is somewhere you cannot follow. So. Yeah, you guys have fun with your bland chicken brain stuff, okay? No, for real. Uh, I su- you don't know what you're missing, Jerry. Oh no, I do. <laughs> you, 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 you know what? Wait goal. a minute. I, if I if I had a dollar for every time you told her she didn't know what she was missing, and then another uh-huh. dollar for every time she said yes, I do, I would own uh-huh. I would own the world. Yeah. <laughs> if all of you chip in and watch and pay five dollars a week, I will totally watch and report on iZombie, and I will even keep my iZombie sucks to myself. So discuss that amongst yourselves, and I'll sign off later. <laughs> Thanks, Jer. No problem. Okay, let's move on to iZombie. Blue Bloody was the name of the episode. Um, As we know from the last, from the episode we didn't get to talk about, Seattle has now been quarantined off as like a zombie haven with a big wall around it. Crazy. uh, Trump style wall. And, uh, you know, it's the, everybody knows about zombies. The the secret is out. Yeah. uh, Oddly enough, things really haven't changed all that much. As much as I thought they would, I guess, but um, it's still it's still pretty much you know the procedural frame with the other you know main show going around it, on around it. And this episode, we see a bunch of a couple of rich ladies drinking martinis on a golf course, talking shit about their servants and stuff. And then one of the ladies gets hit with a rapid fire of tennis ball. It hits her in the eye and kills her. Golf ball. You know what? If you watch the show and you look at the corpse, it's a tennis ball. Even though he it said is. yes, it's a yeah. continuity mistake. Because Clive oh, says, wow. Clive says golf ball gun when they fish it out of the river, but it's a tennis ball. I, I noticed that too. So anyway, um, Ravi, Clive, and, and Liv are investigating the murder. First, they think it's an accident, but then they drain the lake and they find uh, the golf ball gun. And uh, Liv is like, "Okay, I guess it's time for some brains." And she makes a, uh, she has Mrs. Brink's brains as a martini. 
Um, then we see Angus, newly uh, risen from the well, and now a prophet of zombie God, or zombie Jesus, or whatever. Uh, he's preaching to a congregation of excited zombies. Uh, they attack a nearby zombie black market, and they kill and everyone, injure everyone in it. Um, Clive and Dale are trying to work on a, a re, you know, a reconciliation now that she realizes what Clive was, you know, you know, holding back from her all this time. Um, they kiss. She exits the car. She gets out of the car, and Liv's get in. Liv gets into the car and starts acting really snobby. Gets into the back seat of the car. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah and I love too. when Clive refers to her as Miss Daisy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see Major trying to train uh, the teenage zombies at Fillmore Graves. Um, Liv and Clive go to Miss Brinks' house, and they talk to her chef, uh, her chauffeur, and her groundskeeper, I think it was. Yeah, and, I think so. And um, they talk to her personal chef first, and she used to wear a really expensive necklace. Um, they try to break into her safe with the help of Vampire Steve, but they don't have any luck. Uh, Clive argues that uh, one of Miss Brink's employees killed her because she was so mean, but Liv argues that someone killed her for the necklace. Uh, Major complains about his day at work, but Liv just tells him to be quiet and crawl into bed. Evidently, they're back together. Uh, Major makes breakfast and gets distracted by Liv coming in. He burns the food. He opens the window, and then that triggers a vision of three employees shooting the tennis ball gun outside the window. Um... Clyde walks into Ravi's office. He help, he asks for help with him and Dale's uh, um, you know romance. Um, as her becoming a zombie is complicating things. Um, Liv barges in and makes fun of Clive, but leaves. And then Ravi prescribes Clive something to decrease his libido. And Liv tells Clive about her vision. Meanwhile, Angus travels through the city on a flatbed truck, promoting the zombies to join him. A little girl asks if he has any. Yeah, he's scary. That's a scary shit. I'm glad. You know what? I'm glad this actor got cleared of that sexual harassment charge and stuff too, because he's yeah. really good. I mean, he's like born again crazy. Yeah, um, he, oof, man. Well, I like the little girl too because she seemed like like a mini live. She looked like a miniature live. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of cool. And she asked if he has any brains for sale, and he gives her one for free. Um, Clive tells Liv about the Brinks' will, which apparently left each of her employees with a million dollars. Um, they learned that each three of them had motive. The chauffeur was being blackmailed into sleeping with her. The chef needed money for her son's medical bills. And the gardener was betrayed by her. Um, Clive lived to all three about the million dollars in the will, but none of them seemed to crack. Uh, Vampire Steve reveals he's cracked the safe. They find the necklace in there, as well as the will. So it's not the necklace. Um... A group of 20-somethings threaten a, a restaurant owner who serves zombies. Major and other Fillmore Graves soldiers arrives, and one of the guys provokes them and runs off. Um, live, uh, Liv and Clive interview the chef again, and they think that she killed Mrs. Brinks as a way to get money for her son. She agrees to confess as long as they smuggle her son out of Seattle. Is it that bad in Seattle there, Chum? Let me tell you, man, it's brains everywhere. Uh, she pleads for them to help her, and the chef is taken away with the handcuffs. Uh, Clive and Dale go to lunch. She confronts him about his new medicine, and he explains why he was taking it. But she tells him they'll figure something else out. Um, Liv finally wears off of Mrs. Brink's brain, thank God, because she was super annoying. <laughs> and then tells Robbie how <laughs> yeah. guilty she feels about the chef's kid. 
Uh, they offer to meet with the chauffeur and the gardener to transport the kid through a checkpoint. And they get to the checkpoint and they're stopped by Major. And Major at first intimidates Liv and Robbie, but ultimately lets them through. And they arrive at a laundromat where they're supposed to drop off the kid. Um, Major returns home and him and Liv argue about the traffic stop. Major is worried about his rep at Fillmore Grave and Liv is shocked they didn't want to do the right thing and they break up. And then the episode ends with Angus giving communion in the form of bits of brain, bits of brain tube to his congregation. And they all cheer. I swear Liv and Major break up more than Ross and Rachel ever did. It's crazy. I never watched Friends, so I'll have to take your um, <laughs> word for that. So uh, that was iZombie this week. Um, I, I I don't know. Um, it, it varies sometimes with the brain she eats. I thought mm-hmm. there were some funny moments here, but I, yeah. I, I mostly got annoyed with her after a while. <laughs> yeah, because she, because she straight up was racist. I mean, yeah, oh, she, totally. totally. So it really, it got to a point where it got serious. Like, it wasn't even funny anymore. It got, it got really serious. It just got really political this week. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, it's on the low. Like, it really got, it already started with the the wall and the way the zombies are just represented as immigrants, right? And it's you know like that whole thing with the uh, you know like are you going to be the one that are going to treat them? You know like are you gonna gonna let them you know take over for you or you know like it's there's so many sides in this um, with the hating you know the humans who are hating the zombies and the then you have the zombie crazy guy that's trying to get them to go after the humans and then you, you like it's so many different factions going on and then there are people caught in between and then there are people who are hurt from this who want to get out mm-hmm. who are well, stuck. crazy that week before the last episode you know the Fillmore graves they've made those water sm- melon, watermelon smashing guillotines to deter zombies from killing yeah. humans and stuff it's and like then crazy. on top of that they have to worry about because, I mean, in, in actuality, if something like that really happened, the op- the real option is to just nuke the place. If there's an outbreak like that, yeah, I mean, that is an option. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm enjoying this season so far. I mean, we only had a couple episodes, but I don't know. Part of me does miss the, you know, the zombies not being outed, you know, like, Live having to keep everything on the down low and Clive not knowing things, you know. I don't know. Part of me misses that, but on the other hand, I am enjoying what they're doing with the story. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, inter- I'm, I didn't know how they, I didn't know what to expect with this season after the way the last season ended, and yeah. it was to the point where they could have probably ended the show then, and you know, the way they've come back with it, I've, I've been really impressed with. I really enjoyed it a lot. I'm enjoying it a lot. So, and you're right. They're really like on the low dealing with a lot of issues with, with zombies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for sure, it feels like it's, it's an end. Like it feels like it's close to ending. Like there, there's going to be some ma- major, uh, you know, cl- you know, conclusion at the end of it all. Yeah. Cause how well, do you go back to that? Like how do you can't go back? This is the last season, isn't it? They didn't say. They haven't said. I thought, I thought they had announced like a year no. ago that they were doing one more season and that was it. No, nope. maybe I don't maybe that. I imagine that. I don't know. But it it feels like it though. Yeah, it because does. You can't go back. 
how do you go back? Yeah, you can't put it back in the bottle. And like they, they keep alluding to the nuclear option or whatever, and that might be where it ends, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they have irradiated zombies everywhere, so. Either that or they find the cure, you know, or they yeah. actually do find the cure. Right, right. Because he's still looking. Could be either. Interesting. So, yeah, I give this episode a B. It was pretty good. I, I'm liking the show always, you know, but I think it's coming back strong. I really like the subplot with Angus, like, you know, the, the zombie evangelist, you know. Yeah. Because that's some scary stuff. Yeah, yeah, the way that's going to, I don't know how that's going to shake out. That's pretty pretty interesting. Right. You know, on one side you got Major and the paramilitary, you know, organization, and on the other side you got the religious zealots. You know, they're going to, you know, there's going to be a big clash eventually, I would imagine. And Liv and her friends are going to be caught in the middle of it, so. Especially if Ravi finds a cure, you know what I mean? Because um, you know, the paramilitary, Major's people would probably not want the cure to happen. You know what I mean? And probably the zealot wouldn't want it to happen either because then he would lose his hold right. over all his people. So. You know, they might try well, to uh, go after Ravi to suppress the cure, you know. That's the other thing, too. Ravi going ahead and having Liv scratch him and him... I don't know. It's just kind of weird what he's doing. So he, he, I guess that he's got to be close to a breakthrough because he's able... Even though he starts craving brains, he's going back from it, Yeah, you know? So, I don't know, it's kind of strange what they're doing with that storyline, too. Cool. We have a few minutes. Do you guys want to hit some news real quick? Sure. Uh, yep. The writers from Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, are the latest directors of Flashpoint. And there's actually a movie release date now for Flashpoint for 2020 release. Well, yeah. I'll believe it when they actually get filming underway, because, you know, this has been back and forth, back and forth, but I'm excited for it. Flashpoints, that was one of my favorite comic events, even though there were issues here and there that I had with it. Um, I really enjoyed the Flashpoint Paradox, the the animated that was done, and depending on what they do with this, I mean, this is their chance to fix the DCEU. I don't know. I just don't know if there's enough there to reboot. You know what I mean? I mean, what? I don't. I don't know. They could just. The be... only reboot I could ever see coming out of this is uh, changing out Batman if you don't want to do it no more. Like, just the only. That's the only reboot. Well, I can see that's necessary. Is to take. Is to yeah. Is to is to bring him out, or they they set it up where they became the Justice League a lot earlier. I mean, it's the only thing I could see. Well, the other thing that's interesting that broke yesterday that I was reading up on was, uh, you know, the whole AT&T Time Warner merger may possibly not go through now. And there's rumor that Apple may be looking to buy just Warner Brothers and uh, DC Comics out of that whole thing to, to help launch their streaming app in 2020 or whatever. So that could completely changed the way they're doing all this stuff for the DCEU. Yeah. So that, that's why I'm like, I, I'll believe all this when it all shakes out because there's just too many too many pieces being moved around the chessboard of all these corporate mergers and everything that's going on to really know what's going to happen two years from now. I think so. Daryl, I think, made the point when we were talking about it on Nothing's On that they kind of took a page out of the Marvel book with the Russo brothers 
they got these guys who are mostly known for as screenwriters and for television to come in and, and helm their movie, you know? Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that works out. But uh, Billy Crudup's right. already signed on to be uh, Henry Allen again, as he was in Justice League movie. And then uh, dope star Kiersey Clemens is uh, cast as uh, Iris West. Um, so. Yeah, I, that, that's the whole thing. Like, I don't know. I so, just, I mean, having Flashpoint be your, you know, title, I don't. Right. <laughs> I don't. I like it. I I can't see where they're gonna go with it. Like I just keep thinking they're gonna change something. And the only thing I could see that they would really want to switch out is that they would change. Um, you know, if he doesn't want to do it, if that's really concrete, what he does, he does not want to do it. I could see them switch him out. Um, and not make it like it's not Bruce Wayne. It'll still be Bruce Wayne, but it'll just be like a you different know, different Bruce Wayne. Yeah, different Bruce Wayne, and the I mean, the, probably the easiest thing they could do is the, probably the biggest. And I have enjoyed these movies. Like I'm not one of those that hate them at all. But the I think the one mistake that they made with Batman is they didn't need to have Batman be so old. I yeah. agree. So yeah. if you could have it, if there's one thing you can do is if you could have it that maybe, like if they they've established it and they established it in the TV show, which I kind of like, where the where there's like if there's little quirks to time if you change little things here and there it causes uh other ripple effects right right so if they do something where they he fixes it the best he can like whatever happens in the movie they fix it if they can make it where you realize that they that the justly happened earlier Mm-hmm. You know, the Batman came, you know, like, like make it that Batman, either Batman became Batman a little bit later and everything got pushed a little bit later or just think it up where everybody's around the same age. Superman, they can still keep Henry Cavill and all. They don't need to change right. any other actors. They all still want to do it. So I don't, you know, it's it'll be dumb to recast everybody, but just change it up where it's still you know like it's just that Batman and him around the same age and instead of it being that they had this antagonistic battle that they kind of teamed up instead right. right you have a Batman that helped with the league you it know help create the league it could be the world's right. finest right it could be the yeah. world's finest and you don't have to explain anything else you could just have it when they come back everything's established already there's a Justice League headquarters already Everybody knows each other already. You can just right. have it that it's already it's already happened. <laughs> like everything yep. has already happened. It's already there. You know they all know each other already. There is a round table of the Justice Leaguers, and you know that's how you can set that up. Like you can have Flash come back to the headquarters and kind of look around and go, "What? You know, like what happened?" And there's like a fully supportive. You know, everybody has support staff for the Justice League. It's all set up. You could, I would say, go the Justice League Unlimited cartoon mode, where you like you have a little bit of support staff. It's established, right? Um, and when they get there, you and the explanation could be from you could have Rip Hunter come in and just explain it and just go because of what happened. There are some changes that are made to the timeline, but it's healed. I guess, yeah. and and you'll forget. Like it's it's not that hard. It's comics, man. You can, oh, I like, know. You know, 
you don't have to figure <laughs> it. Like if they do that, you don't have to kind of you you can if you tell the audience this is what happened, they'll get it. Like it, like they sometimes it's like in movies and TV they think that they're that the audience is so stupid that they have to do some extravagant kind of fixer upper and it winds up being you know it winds up a lot of times not not working when you could just have it be hey this is what happened he fixed time it healed things changed there are changes to the timeline you will not remember these changes as the timeline is healing flash you won't remember this but this is what you will you will remember it as you you know with everyone else you'll have the same memories as everyone else but we're just telling you this right now. This is what happened. Thank you for healing time. Boom. Sure. Rapana, he's out. <laughs> you know, get, the, get him to, to walk out. That's it. It's superheroes. The, we're going to see superheroes. You don't have to worry about it. Right. The problem, it. though, with what you're saying, Daryl, which I agree with you, but the problem is, is you get these studio people involved and everybody, you know, they don't understand comics like we do. They don't understand that it can be as simple as what you're saying. It's got to have all this convoluted nonsense that, no, that critics get, will understand you, and all that nonsense. Well, see, it's, don't worry about the – I think they – you talking about the, the, the audience doesn't understand or the people that make it don't understand? The people that make it. Not, not oh, the, yeah. I'm oh, talking sure. about studio oh, sure. people. You know, oh, yeah. they, sure. They'll put it in front of some test audience that doesn't mm-hmm. understand comics. This makes no sense. We don't know yeah. why this, why that. And then it gets all convoluted, which I'm with you. I like a lot of what they've done with the DCEU. But like, there are uh, issues, and, and those issues, a lot of them stem from the fact that studio people can't keep their hands I know. out of the but out I, of it. But I hope, I hope that they take a, a – one thing I, I would say about the – the Black Panther out of all superhero movies altogether is they made it so simple. Yeah. yeah. That Wakanda set up in the very beginning of that movie made it so effing simple. Just by telling us these 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 tribes, they have a herb, it gives you powers. This is what happened. Like just saying that in the beginning of it. But they also gave Kugler his leeway. They didn't they didn't no, I get, mess I, with him I, so much. I get, you know? I get so that, all of that. I, that. Yeah, I yeah. get all of that, but I'm just saying to have someone come in who's not, who's not done these movies prior, like done these big budget movies prior. I like the fact that he came into it and just said, "Why do we have? You shouldn't have to do a big thing to explain this thing. Right. Just explain it in the beginning of the movie. The audience will go with it. They came right. to see the movie. They came to see the, this movie. They're already invested, right?" Yep. You don't have to make it complicated. Just say there are changes that came to the timeline. This is what happened. This is it. Done. Like that's that's all you have to say. And if you show, you you, you if you give me a, a, a the next thing of movies where we don't have any issues with mustaches, we don't have any issues with with stuff not sinking right. We worked it all to you know like you you give people the time to do the movie the way they want to do it. You, you you give give people the Superman they want. You, they want the bright super colored suit. They already have it set up now that he's the bright colored outfit. He's Clark Kent also. Tighten that up a little bit and have a little bit more Clark to it. You know, just have him, you know, like give him a good villain. You put Brainiac in the mix for him to fight Brainiac. You, you, there's so much you could do with that sci-fi adventure with yeah. Superman. Doesn't have to be something that has a tie into any other movies 
It could just be he had to fight Brainiac in that movie. I, and, and let it go at that. I still would like to see Darkseid in these movies. I still that, is, would. that is something I wouldn't touch. Yeah. Really? You build it up. I wouldn't worry about touching No, no, I, no, yeah. Okay, whoa, whoa, no, I, bring it down, I bring it down, bring it down, dude. Oh, you're, you're loud. getting loud again, again. sorry. Oh, yeah, let me, blowing let my eardrums out. No. Um, no, no, I agree with you. Build up to him. I'm just saying is I felt gypped because I really was looking forward to having Darkseid. And they, I don't know. Well, I would never put Darkseid in the first movie anyway. Yeah. No, but I mean, they were building up to Justice League being two parts. And now we're not oh, going to yeah, get that no, second I know, part. But and... I would I would never have done it. I never would have put Darkseid in the, in, the, in the second one. I would have built up to it. I would have had Justice League be the first one. He sent the... Uh, someone, an emissary to come to, to to weaken the place up. But Superman came, so now he got to try a new way. He sends mm-hmm. somebody else. That's how Darkseid does. He, he don't have to... He's a manipulator, and then he comes in. When he comes into the picture, you need everybody established, like they did with Thanos. You, when he comes to... The, he should be the end-all, be-all when he comes into the... It should take a while fight. to get there, too. It should take a while to get there. So I you would anyway. want Shazam to be established. You would want, um, you know, Batman to be great. You'd want Wonder Woman already there. Aquaman's already at full power. You, you know, you'd want all this stuff established. You'd want Flash to be legit first. Cyborg to be set up. You like you want you want a you want a co- you want a a strong Justice League before you start <laughs> throwing dark when you get to dark side. No, no, I agree with you. I'm just saying that I just I, I want us to get there, and it just seems like I'm, you know going all the way back to Green Lantern. It's like every time they've tried to start this universe mm-hmm. and start building towards something, they have screwed something up somewhere, and mostly it has to do with studio interference by oh, not sure. letting the oh, creators sure. do what needs to be done. And then, of course, when everything flops, oh, it's the creators' fault. No, not necessarily. Listen, they're still doing Suicide Squad. I mean, like it's it's not like the whole universe is stopped. Wonder Aquaman is still going. Wonder Woman's still going. They got to get Batman situated. Superman is already done. You just have to do the movie. But they got to get Batman situated and get yeah. over that. Like that has to be solidified. And either you're gonna be Batman or you're not gonna be Batman. Well, That's and it. I agree, he was too old. But I did like Batfleck. I. I'm not. I, they could still keep Batfleck and still make him younger if they wanted to in Flashpoint. They, they, there's no reason that dude cleans up real well. You take the gray out of his hair, he don't look like that when you see him. Well, out, yeah, but I don't think Batfleck wants to do it anymore. I just I get the impression I, he. I don't care out, either one. So. Either way, they can fix it either way. It don't matter if the actor don't want to do it no more. You can go to another actor. There are plenty of actors that play Batman. It's just that you have to have a. As long as you have a strong movie with him and you do good stuff with him it could be done like as much as people give shit to the to the warner brothers movies they've done well like justice league did not do as well as it did but there are so many other reasons why justice league had had the problems that it did that no other movies had you know had to deal with even with the shit that suicide squad got look at how many people bought tickets to go see that movie they didn't the amount of money that movie made it wasn't just one person going to see it once there were repeat business going to see it, and the movie was not as strong 
as I it really, been. really, well, no, I agree it wasn't, but I really, really like Suicide Squad. So it's not I like, I mean, we got Wonder Woman, we got Aquaman, and there's positive buzz going for Aquaman, and you haven't heard a lot of complaining about Aquaman either, behind the scenes either, just like with Wonder Woman, when it was quiet. Like, when it's oh, quiet, they're just getting the thing done, and they're doing what they want to do. They've done Usually, a lot with test audiences these last two weeks with uh, Aquaman, and all, right. all reports so far... So. It's, really it's good. not the end of the like. People are like, it's like it's the end of the world type thing. No, it's not. They gotta. Whatever happens with Warner Brothers, it's gonna be bought, and movies are still gonna be made. Not, there's no way they're not gonna they're gonna stop with these movies, especially superhero movies, when they're still generating this much money. Oh no, it's just so I, it's gonna to do it right. They'll it's, fix it. It it'll be fixed. It'll be fine. Like I I don't think that you know the end of the world is coming. They got this app thing coming. They got to get that situated. They don't even have a name for it still, right? We still we still have that coming. We still have the, you know, it. it like I said, I don't, I'm not even worried about it. You do the thing they need to do to um, to fix up what they need to fix up. It could be done. Oh. Like, you know, the, it's not a big on, deal. They're on shaky ground with me after releasing those Shazam pictures this week. Yeah, that was Ooh. the other bit of news: the Shazam pictures. I think it looks fine. If you notice on the seal, like uh, that holds his cape up there, are tiger heads, mm-hmm. talky tiny. Yeah. No, I don't have a problem with like the bright, vibrant color and all that. Like mm-hmm. I'm reading, a lot of people do. It's the it's the fake looking muscles that they put on it. I don't. It just looks ridiculous. They all have fake muscles, though. Look at the Batman. They all do the yeah. same thing. No, you, no, you... I agree. I'm just mm. saying these look ridiculous. This looks like they actually put like an airline up to the suit and started pumping it up, and it, they just you don't look natural. Only, I don't I'm know, saying it, it to you now. They did this every the way the suit is situated is the same way they did with Superman and all in a lot of the other suits. It's just that you notice it because it's. Once they do, once it's filmed, you only get you're getting a, a clear picture somebody's taking from a from a phone camera, like the, the movie magic. They call it movie magic for a reason. Yeah, like this is what it looks like. This is what you look like if you put that. That's why when you go to uh, cons, but on the last few dates that, he went on, that's a, a good dude sign of that because... stature with that body type. It's gonna it looks like that, but when he when they do the movie thing to it, it's not gonna look like that. It's well, not look and just I, hope, like that. I hope you're. I mean, of course, I'm going to see it. So it's not like I'm not going to see it. It's just I'm saying is, man, like, just the the arm muscles look so. I don't, they just don't look. Na- they look weird. It just looks weird. But you're right. You're I right. I didn't think nothing of it. I thought I thought I I thought it like it looks just like it came out of the comic book. That's what I thought. I did like the bright red though, and all that. I was worried they were going to go more brooding, dark colors with it. I did like that. No, it's a different movie. Vibrant. This is a kid that becomes, you know, this is this is supposed to be a kid that could, becomes a superhero. Like I don't, I don't think right. they're going to do it in the same tone as as other movies. No, I don't think so either. We're going to try something different. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Daryl, I know you got to go, so let's wrap this up. Uh, thanks for joining us for DCTV. If you're into geeky podcasts, I imagine you are, because you've been listening to this one for two hours now. Um, then check out the Walking Dead TV podcast, available at the same place, hhwod.com. Uh, check out the uh, the podcast I do with Daryl and Donnie every week, Nothing's On, where we talk generally about movies and TV, and uh, plow through a lot of emails from our listeners, which we'll probably be doing tomorrow when we record. 
so you can check that out at the Tilling Network at podcast.com. Uh, your, uh, let's see, Daryl's Twitter is the voice one, two, three, right? And, uh, Richard yours is what? At Chubtoad01? Yep. And mine is at Yoda Jones. And until next week, we're both. Thanks a lot. Let's let Elf get down in the dog. Short of a dollar, not a judge for most. Seems to rain about every day. All the news seems kind of grey. It's no illusion, call it reality. I release more charge from my battery. We can rise, death if I gravity. Bring about a sense of personality. As I walk, I look around. See some go up, some go down. There goes a man. His nose is brown. Yes, so he gets to wear that crown. His hands are shaking, the walls are breaking. One day they will all fall down. Sometimes it's better that way, make a space for some better day, on the ground floor, got lost in the world, take to the basement and your door, first floor, you start a fall, at the best place, that's in the door, by the second I comprehend, positive ways of what I said, first floor, you start a fall, tell me now where you want to go.
wanna go